Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Hello, Andrew. Hello there, Edwin. You ready to keep talking about the letter of Hebrews? Buddy, if I wasn't ready, I wouldn't be sitting here in front of a microphone. Well, there you go. <laughs> Me too. Wow, where did that come from? So I call it the letter of Hebrews. I have heard someone suggest that it's more a sermon. Have you ever thought about that? It might be a long sermon. Well, long sermon. It might be a collection of sermons. I, I don't know. I've heard you preach. <laughs> or wait a minute. Is that me? That's one of us. One of us does that. I mean, a long sermon is quite subjective. <laughs> and I have no doubt that this thing was read aloud in very much a sermon fashion. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, to the first uh, receivers of the letter to the Hebrews. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm going to be reading this morning is Hebrews 1, verses 1 through 4, and uh, I will say if it is a sermon, it does have a great introduction. It does hook me. Strong intro. Strong intro, which you got to have, and, and I heard that's the key to a good sermon. You know, you want to have a strong intro, a dynamic conclusion, and then you want to get those two as close together as possible. I'm still working on that third point. <laughs> All right. Why don't you go so, ahead and read this strong could, intro? Because you think of a sermon like a sandwich, and you want to give them a, a whole lot of meat there to sink That's their exactly teeth into right. in between. That's exactly right. All right, so Hebrews chapter 1 and verse number 1. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things through whom also he made the worlds, who, being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. All right, so we've pointed out that this is Jesus, and we recognize that the Son of God is God the Son, mm -hmm. and what this paragraph demonstrates to us, I think, is there's been a shift. Uh, certainly been a shift. There has been a shift. There was something that used to happen, mm -hmm. and there is something that is now happening. I see the, the, the shift there, of course. Uh, I also I also see in these verses the idea of God's much larger plan, mm. how he has been working, you know, from creation until now, mm. until these last days. I see that going on here as well. Well, long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers through the prophets. Yeah. So this is what he used to do. He gave visions, he gave dreams. Sometimes, mm -hmm. uh, on rare, rare occasion, he spoke face-to-face, -face, they said of Moses. He, uh, would, in, in yeah. various ways, he brought his message to the prophets, then to the fathers. And now, he says, there's a shift. Instead of speaking through the prophets, it mm -hmm. has come through the Son. Mm -hmm. The Son is the one who is now the great communicator, the great linchpin, you will, the great Revealer. mediator of the covenant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's so true, and I, and it does set up for us things that will be discussed later uh, in the book of Hebrews. I think about, it talks about, uh, what is that at the um, beginning of the, uh, I know you're going to say that and then jog my mind. 
It's chapter 12 of Hebrews when it talks about Jesus, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, mm-hmm. right? The beginning of it and then the completer of he's it. He's the beginning of it. He's the author of yeah. it. He's the completer of it. He's the mediator of it. He is, he is the one that everything was pointing towards, looking towards. And so now we have this new thing. There is mm-hmm. a new covenant. Now, just like Jesus' name is not mentioned in this paragraph, neither is the word covenant. But that is what Hebrews is going to be all about. It's yeah. going to be about the fact that there is a new covenant based on better promises, based on a better mediator with better sacrifice uh, yeah. that is based in better blood. And so this is what Hebrews is going to be about. And he kicks it off by saying that there is a new communicator rather mm-hmm. than to the fathers through the prophets. Yep. It's to us through the son, through the son, which I guess should set our expectation a little bit about how we're going to learn this wonderful message, right? That we're not going to be waiting to have a dream to discuss this new covenant, or we're not going to be expecting to have some prophet come along, I don't know, 500 years later, or even uh, 1800 years later to, you know, set things straight and give us more, that there is a uh, final mouthpiece in the sun, but he is also the foremost mouthpiece in the sun. Well, I find it interesting that you use the word the final mouthpiece because our author does use an interesting phrase in the phrase last days. Yeah, last days. In these last days. Well, in other words, what yeah. we're what we're getting right now is the last thing. Uh-huh. We are in the last days. There are no other days that are coming. We're not looking for any other era, era. or age, at yeah. least for this earth. Right. We're, you know, it's we're 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 at the end of the ages. We are at the last of the days. Now that's now, that's kind you, of a you, touch phrase in our modern no, time. No, it is. I'm wondering are you are you saying that because you've been reading the economic papers and <laughs> not at we're all on the verge of recession? No. Well, well, are you saying that because there's war going on in other parts of the world right now? No, I'm not saying that for any of those reasons. I'm but saying are, that. are you saying there because there's a global pandemic perhaps? No. <laughs> no, you know these are all things that have happened again and again and again over the last 2000 years. Wars, rumors of wars, pandemics, diseases, plagues, right. economic recessions and collapses, nations rising, rising, nations falling, armies yeah. marching. Yeah. Those things have happened again and again and again. I, I was listening to something the other day. I, this really would be interesting to track down. But it was something like in, in all the recorded history mm-hmm. of mankind, all these thousands of years, there's been like maybe 10 years where there was peace. <laughs> you know, the rest of it is earthquakes and forest fires and pandemics and plagues and wars and well, and all you of know, I, I've I've not been around that long myself, but there hasn't been ten years of peace in my short life. No, no, no. I mean, how would the news get along if there wasn't something going on? And so, w- when we have folks that are latching on to the headlines to mm-hmm. say, "Aha, the last days," and was so Folks you, who, are, you, who are looking into the codes right, in the, the Bible codes, yeah. to find the last days, what I want to suggest is, wait a minute, why don't we just go to the passages that, I mean, just say, mm-hmm. it's the last days. Yeah. And here's one of them. Okay. Here's one of them that okay. says, in these last days. What you got? I also think about when the church was established on the day of Pentecost in mm-hmm. Acts chapter 2, I remember what Peter said back then. In Acts chapter 2, when 
the apostles were speaking in tongues and the folks mm-hmm. from foreign lands could understand them in their own language, which right. is what speaking in tongues was. Yeah, and known languages. Be, yeah, not in known languages. They, they said, these guys are all drunk. That's what's going on. And right. Peter stands up, and here's what he says. This is Acts 2, middle of verse 14. Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give ear to my words. For these people are not drunk, as you suppose, since it's only the third hour of the day. But this is what was uttered through the prophet Joel. Now, he's saying, what you're seeing right now, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is that thing. This is that. This is what that. You're seeing right now. now, what did the prophet Joel say? In the last days, it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. And he goes through and he continues with this prophecy. What I'm wanting to see is, it shall be in the last days. Mm -hmm. And Peter says this. Mm -hmm. So what was happening on the day of Pentecost, do you know what days had begun? The last days. The last days days. That was 2,000 years ago. That was 2,000 years ago. And for some reason, uh, folks who have made a meal out of and made a living out of trying to be um, interpreters of difficult passages. I think they're called prophecy experts. Prophecy experts have, (laughs) have latched onto that phrase last days as if what it refers to is you know, at the end of the world, the last hundred days yeah, or the last 10 days or the last thousand days or something like that. But that's not what that phrase refers to. Mm. What that phrase refers to is the days that everything had been looking forward to as the, the the last age, if you will, of this world. These are the last days. And this is going to lead up until judgment. And I think Hebrews 1 is such a great place to see that, to see that distinction. He uses the phrase, last days. And what is that about? To say, listen to the Son. He is the one who has the authority to speak in these times. And it had been different before, okay? Before he had spoken to the fathers, like an Abraham where uh, messengers come, right? Or Joseph with his dreams or, you know, Daniel and so forth. But, but then you had Moses, and it was different with Moses. You have Scripture coming on Mount Sinai and a covenant coming there. And, and now it's Jesus. Now it's the Son. And John, when he was writing his gospel, we recognized some similarities yesterday to how John approaches things. Here we find John as he's telling us about Jesus in John 1, 17 through 18. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. No one has ever seen God. The only God who is at the Father's side, he has made him known. And of course, that's Jesus. Yeah. Jesus is the one who was in the beginning with God, who was the Word, who was God, who was with God, who has made him known. In John chapter 14, when he says to his apostles, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no one comes to the Father but by me, and the apostles kind of bandy back and forth, and Philip just says, well, show us the way. Show us the Father. Right. And right. Jesus says in John 14, 9, whoever seen me has seen the yeah. Father. Yeah. So if we want to know God, we need to know Jesus. Mm-hmm. And of course, even in the Gospels, the, that account of the tr- Transfiguration Mount. Yeah. And Matthew 17. Yes. Yeah. Well, go ahead. It seems well, like you're I, there also. Well, I just, it, it, it is that uh, same message, of course, on Transfiguration mount. Uh, You've got uh, Peter, James, and John are able to go up on the mountain with Jesus. 
He changes, he transforms this bright light and who should appear with him but Elijah and Moses. And Peter, who is quite overcome with the moment, praises God. It's good that we are here. What we need to do is we need to build three tabernacles, three shelters of some kind to mark this great thing that here is Jesus with Moses, the lawgiver, with Elijah, first of these prophets in the Jewish perspective. But the voice comes from heaven saying, this is my son, hear ye him. And there's this message from heaven. No, Peter, it's not that Jesus is equal to a Moses and Elijah. He's greater than. Superior. And the authority, the mouthpiece, the spokesperson, is the son, my son. It's Jesus Christ. That's a huge shift. Listen to him. This is really the the new covenant. Come to the new covenant. Mm. One of the the reasons that this is, I guess, high in my mind is because we did just finish Galatians. Mm -hmm. And what you had was people who had come into the new covenant and Jewish Christians now pulling them back to the former covenant, pulling them back to the Mosaic covenant as if that would make them better Christians. And that's not the point. He says, look, Jesus is superior to Moses. That doesn't keep Jews from being Jews. But it, it highlights we're coming into a new covenant, a superior covenant, a better covenant, because we have a better mediator and a better savior and king. And that's what we're going to be looking forward yeah. to as we read through Hebrews. No, it's great to, it's great to read Hebrews. We're moving forward into the new covenant. Uh, and, and maybe we would sum up Galatians, and you can't go back. Don't go back. You can't Don't go, go back. back. No, 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 Don't go, go back. back. Well, I, boy, you just said that, and it just <laughs> triggered. I want to say this before we wrap up. Okay. I think Galatians very much was writing to Gentiles, don't go back. Mm-hmm. And and this is very much writing to Jews, don't go back. Yeah. It's not that there weren't some of the traditions they could maintain and keep, but don't go back to the law. That's what we're going to find in Hebrews. So those that's one of the reasons why we put them together. Yeah. So. And and then we're going to top off the season. We're going to go through James. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. We said yesterday that Hebrews would end the season. Then we remembered, oh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> we'll have one more. It's going to be amazing. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap up this program, this episode, with a prayer. Holy God, thank you so much for the time we have to talk about your word, for the connections, for the themes, for being able to see especially your son and his covenant. And we pray that you would draw us by the blood of your son. And we pray, Father, that we would reach out and pursue and surrender and submit and give our allegiance to your superior king and mediator. It is through Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.